0: But then there was also some times where I was like, throw the whole kid away, Heather, because he's being creepy. And <laughs> <laughs> <Right> over. <laughs> this
1: started off as a West Craven New Nightmare chat, and it slowly transformed into a therapy session talking about children we hate. Right. <laughs>
2: <kid>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to two maddening hours of horror and fright. My baby, Freddy's got my baby, he's got my Dylan. To them. Children of the night, what music they.
3: being i this fucking and, and I want to know what the fuck you're
4: doing with my time! Hi, I'm Candy the Final Girl. I think they'd like to see us together again. And what, a romantic comedy? Just because it's a love story doesn't mean it can't have a decapitation or two. <laughs>
5: And I'm Sean of the Dead. Pick a pet for the Rugrat, bitch.
4: <laughs> and this is The House That Screams. Tonight we are talking about the 1994 West Craven new nightmare film. Um, brought a whole new life to Freddy and Metahor. We are joined by Crystal.
3: No anesthetic, you say? Screw it, then. I'm going in. Little boogers full of something I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> We have Dave German. God wouldn't take me. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yes. You're better at this than me. We have Erica Wright. Every kid knows who Freddy is. He's like Santa Claus or King Kong or <laughs>
4: <laughs> I Thought King Kong was always an interesting one there. Choice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have returning guest and friend, uh, Ken Sledge
1: ever play skin the cat yeah. <laughs>
4: and we have a new friend and guest mika hi mika
0: hi i guess evil never dies right there
5: never <laughs> and unless mika, it's halloween kills
0: no well yeah oh <laughs> boy that's a
4: whole Gosh, <laughs> We already tonight. had that conversation
5: <laughs> sorry so, i even brought it up yeah
4: evil did not die um <laughs> So, uh, Mika, being new, you get to start off the conversation. What would you like to say
0: about Wes Craven's New Nightmare? Um, it's one of my favorites. It's in the top, I guess, three of my favorite Freddy films. Uh, um, and I really like the mixture bringing in the movies into the reality. That's like my favorite part of it and how evil Freddy was in this one compared to the first one. I feel like Freddy got to be funny after a while and in this one he was evil again not so much funny so i did enjoy that
4: um definitely um that opened up the floor so i'm gonna jump in just for a second <laughs> just because i love Freddie so much just let me have this um yeah i we talk about meta horror a lot and it became a thing because of wes craven really i mean it's not like it didn't exist previously but wes craven made it a thing You know what I mean? And this movie, coming out in 1994, I was 15, um, and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing at the time. I still love it, and I agree with Mika. It's in my top three Freddy films. My top three Freddy films are all the ones that Wes Craven was involved with, um, being the first one, Dream Warriors, and this one. But, you know, two years later, we would get Scream. And unfortunately, we we actually did a Scream episode, and our hard drive failed, and we lost like 15 episodes. So we're going to have to redo Scream at some point. Um, but yeah, so when people bring up Scream, I tend to bring up this movie, because I can't help comparing the two. And I agree, I thought Freddy was fucking scary. And I liked a lot of the callbacks um, to the original film. Because that's really what uh, Wes was going for, you know. He he wanted Freddie to be scary again, and I thought he really succeeded. My sticking point, because you guys know me and I always like the bitch, is like, okay, I love, because I'm just gonna get this shit out of the way right now. I love the part where we have that like metaphor, where you know she has to follow the trail to get to Dylan you know, because she was reading the story and it's sleeping pills. Now I take sleeping pills and that is a lethal fucking dose. That bitch would be dead. She she's gobbling up like, yeah. she's like
7: fucking pen she's gobbling those things I up. I know, I mean, there's like 15,
2: 16 oh, your of them.
4: Your, your ass would be dead. <laughs> you would not see your child. You would not save your child. You would not defeat Freddy. You would die. And, <laughs> I just and- wanted to point that out before Cr- I knew Crystal would probably say something about it too.
3: Well, me as a nurse, they're yellow, so I'm sitting here. and I'm like, that's probably Restoril. Yeah, and, and that is a benzo, right? And so I'm sitting here, and I'm like, ah, oh, she's taking, and she's taking like four of them, and I'm like, ah, oh, like
7: bitch. dead, <coughs> like bracelet on hate Ashberry,
4: right? <laughs> but you know, to sum up, I, I want to say that you know, I I fucking love Heather Langenkamp. I just love her. And I like that she let Wes include um, her real life stalker story into yes. this. That that gave it, and also that her husband uh, is a special effects artist. You know, like parts of her actual life. Um, so that was a neat touch. And um, you know, I'll stop there because I can go on and on. Uh, we'll let we'll let Ken talk.
1: Um, I'm a fan of this movie. I think that. I'm really glad that the movie didn't do well when it initially came out, because I think if this would have done very well, we would not have gotten Scream. I think that um, had this done well, they might've continued this story. Um, The only qualm I really have with the movie, uh, the big one is uh, a demon being killed by fire is the one thing that really bothers me in the movie. It's like, uh, hey, there's Aquaman. Drown him, right? Like it, <laughs>
6: it, it didn't make
1: a lot of sense to me. Like for, to have, I love this Demon Freddy, and I love uh, Robert England. I think Robert England playing Robert is fantastic. It's great. I love John Saxon. You know, mm, like mm-hmm. coming back and. Like I love the scene of him and Nancy where he's like, "Why are you calling me John?" Right. "Why are you calling me Nancy?" I actually
4: tear up at that part because I have daddy issues and I want John Saxon to be my dad. I actually <laughs> love that moment. It's one of my favorite moments in the film.
1: Yeah. It's it's an amazing moment, but like all that amazingness just it, the that ending takes it out of my top 3 nightmare movies. Like that to me is just so like it felt like they just like every other Nightmare movie, and I'm sorry, Candy, I know you love Freddy, and I, I'm a huge Nightmare fan. Every single Nightmare on Elm Street has a dog shit ending. Yeah. Every <laughs> single one it's is true. dog shit in this franchise. Every ending. Whether it's a dumb blow-up doll getting pulled through a window or Freddy looking in a mirror and hearing a I blame a New
4: Line Cinema.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or just like, That's always been Wes a downfall of Nightmare on that. Elm Street to me. Is the fact that the endings of the movies are always dog shit, except the terrible remake that has a dope ending? It's just funny how that works. But um, yeah, yeah I, those, are, those are kind of my opinions on Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Great movie, terrible ending. Uh, love seeing like Jason Garcia come back at the you know the funeral, seeing all the actors from the old films coming Tuesday. back. Like, all those Tuesday, little- night. Tuesday night, yeah, yeah. Tuesday night was there. Um, you know, all those little throwbacks I thought were brilliant. Um, and Wes Craven, like I said. He kind of slipped up on this one. People didn't accept it the way that they he thought they would, and thank God, because if they would have, we probably wouldn't have got screamed. So everything happens for a reason.
2: And
4: it gets yeah. the love it deserves now. I
1: yes. Think- this is the Halloween 3
5: of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise.
4: It is. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, I could see that.
4: Floor's open.
5: Well, I, I'll just chime in real quick. I was 14 when this came out. And I ah, didn't yes. I didn't start watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street films until I was maybe ten or eleven, and so I was all about funny ass Freddy Krueger, like all of his one liners. Like you know that was my shit. And so when I saw this, I did not like this film. I didn't like it. There was the, the humor that that I loved from the Nightmare on Elm Street films wasn't there. Um, You know, I think maybe I was just too young. I didn't quite understand the whole meta concept, uh, things like that. Uh, I loved that, you know, John Saxon and and, uh, Heather Langenkamp were in it. Um, And as I've grown older and I've watched it, uh, I like it a lot better now. Um, I do like the whole meta aspect. And I definitely think that this was the training ground for him to go on and do a film like Scream. like like Ken said, with the ending, it, it's kind of off putting. My biggest sticking point with this: Dylan is the most annoying fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he is so fucking annoying.
6: He's um, almost like kid from the Babadook level annoying. Yes. You're like, well, Oh my god! Just start over.
5: Yes. <laughs> Feed him the sleeping pills.
6: Yes. Uh, yeah. These <laughs> so are
1: <laughs> I'll always think the most annoying kid ever is the little girl in Pet Cemetery. I don't think Dylan tops her. I Ellie,
4: think, I oh my God, her. Ellie is just like, oh.
3: But
4: Whenever
1: I watch Pet Cemetery, I feel. Yeah. This yeah. kid was in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Me
3: right. he, he was gay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Whenever I watch yeah. Pet Cemetery, I feel like Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I'm like, the wrong kid died.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I
4: can't forgive him. I can't
7: yeah. forgive him for what he did to Fred Gwynn and that. You just don't, you don't, you don't, you don't uh, Achilles heel Fred Gwynn. Sorry.
5: You don't fuck with yes, Fred Gwynn. Herman Munster deserved better. Yeah, he did. Yes, he
4: did. It was a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: always found the kid in uh, Cujo, that little boy, he was annoying to me. That was one that annoyed me the mm-hmm. most. The kid yep. in Cujo.
4: Yeah and they I let him live in the movie but he dies in the book <laughs> yeah, this, does.
1: this started off as a Wes Craven new nightmare chat and it slowly transformed into a therapy session talking so- about children we hate Right. I don't know what kids
7: should, have died. What kids should have died. And a lot of us are parents, so. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is actually, this movie, this movie touches on some parenting themes. You know, when she's accused of being a bad mother, and they're going to call defects, or whatever they call it. it that fucking on that.
4: cunt yes.
6: doctor, though, at the hospital. Oh yeah, man. yeah,
7: what a, yeah, what a horrible character. So
6: yeah, yeah, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but that's like one scene that for me didn't age well, but I guess it kind of reflects the, reflected the controversies of the time like oh children shouldn't be exposed to violent media and that kind of thing but when i was re-watching it the other night it's like oh your is your son seen your movies it's like call cps you know it's just like <laughs> right, right, right. probably should have responded seen him he was on set with
5: us yeah, he yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that i think that's like the whole like cornerstone of this like that whole like uh message behind this is you know how horror movies affect us yeah yeah mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and it's and, something that, is that okay.
0: They,
4: well, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Mika, go ahead.
0: I said I'm sorry. I said I turned out okay. <laughs> I mean, I... I, I think I, think I did I all right. Sorry. We I all
7: mean, turned out okay. Look at us. <laughs> we're we're all beautiful. A two-year-old That's who put right.
0: green in her hair we're,
4: we're
1: and, and whatever,
0: but like I
4: think I'm <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> I think, I think the big thing podcast. is it's just like with, with everything else in life, whether it's sex or drugs or alcohol, it's all about moderation and education. You know, If if you talk to a child and you educate them at a young age about the facts and what's different and what's real and what's reality and what's fantasy, I feel like the kids like us that watched horror at young ages are actually more grounded in reality because we knew growing up the differences between Nightmare on Elm Street and shit we were watching on the news. We knew that it was wrong to hurt people. We knew it was wrong to kill people. Right, and I think you have
4: to have some psychological disorders in which you cannot distinguish or you have personality disorders where you... Mm -hmm have like Mm. these altered states where you you know just or you're just a sociopath or a psychopath and there are traits for that but you know our kids which we talk about a lot on the show you know our girls are grown in college or out on their own ash is 15 and you know Ash is, you know he was slower the girls started a little earlier because they girls mature faster but ash you know he got into horror maybe 12 ish and he sits in, and we educate him. We're like, hey, let's sit down and watch, you know, fucking Night of the Demons or something. And we talk him through it. Like, okay, you have questions. We'll explain this. Um, you know, and I think it, it that's where you, the parenting comes in. If yes. your parents, if you have an open, you know, relationship with your parents and you can talk to them about things and you can ask them questions and you know that they will answer them truthfully, whether that mm-hmm. the truth is kind of harsh. I mean, you, of course, play it to their age, but tell them if you tell your kids the truth they will respect you for it whether they realize it or not so our kids are really well adjusted straight a kids great kids they don't do drugs they don't fucking party they just do their thing and they love horror and so you know it's it's just all about the environment
1: i agree (laughs) education is the biggest part of anything in life if you have a parent there that's willing to educate you and teach you the differences between right and wrong fantasy and reality that, I mean, obviously, there are mental disorders and stuff, and that's mental health is something in this country that we don't take as serious as we should. But uh, when it comes to just the pure... Why, uh, playing Mortal Kombat made me want to kill someone. Shut the fuck up. Like, come on. Right. Yeah, no. No, i, no. a, lot I a lot of
4: Mortal, Mortal Kombat, 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 and I can't, even, I can't even stand to, like, hurt a spider, and I don't like spiders. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not just, trying to be like, it, I'd never hurt a fly, like Psycho or anything, but, you know, <laughs> it's
1: not here.
4: quite there. But, you know, um, it, it's just... Uh,
1: We all go a little mad sometimes, Candy. It's all right. (laughs) Don't
4: (laughs) we? Don't we? But yeah, getting back on track. uh, Who who hasn't spoken? Uh, Crystal and Dave. Have you guys chime in, Crystal, Dave?
3: Um. So my dad was a Wes Craven fan. Um. Until this movie. (laughs) Oh, wow! Broke him.
7: I would break you. Maybe he wasn't ready
3: for Freddy. Yeah, this movie broke him. Um, So I didn't get to see this movie as a child. I think this uh, came out when I was like 11. I didn't get to see this one because he hated it so much. And my dad is someone who will DVR movies and will watch them like 500 times. I'm still surprised he knows how to function and work a DVR. So he will DVR movies and watch them like five hundred times and keep them on the DVR, and they could pop up on cable, and he'll still watch them on cable too, and fuss <laughs> because okay, on a little
2: bit. <laughs> well he
3: will fuss on cable because he can't fast forward through the commercial, and I'll be like, Dad, you have it on the DVR, it's not the same. Stop fussing, you can't <laughs> fast forward stupid. through the commercial. I called and I was like, Dad, we're, we're talking about Wes Craven's new nightmare. And he was like, I'm going to hang up on you right now. Oh, my <laughs> and I was, God. I was like, Dad, and he's like, that movie is trash. And I was like, OK, yes, sir. <laughs> um, but so I saw this for the first time last night and I was like, yeah
7: yeah dad okay she called
3: back and apologized <laughs> i'm sorry oh my I, God. Like, I, see what, I see what you're talking about yeah this is not my freddie um <laughs>
7: <laughs> candy just gasped
3: yeah this was not like <laughs> this is my head in shame here well i mean this was an hour and 42 minutes of an hour and 42 minutes that i might not never get back um <laughs> It's no <laughs> hard rock zombies. I mean, give me
2: some wow. fucking credit. No, not- it's not. Oh, it's harsh. This is harsh. It's,
3: wow. it's not. Um, I, I mean, I give it to Heather Logging Truck. She's doing a good job. She's doing the best she can do. Did you,
5: did you um, just call her Heather Logging Truck?
3: For the best that I can pronounce, <laughs> yes, Heather Logging Truck <laughs> is doing... The best she can do with the brick of a phone that she had to use to this whole movie.
7: Ah, it was the 90s. It yeah.
3: was the 90s. You know, I I give it credit. They 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 were trying to do something different. And I, for one, am and gra- glad that Scream came two years later. Um because we did not need more of this. Um when I saw Freddie, I'm like, God, that looks familiar. That looks familiar, and I'm like, that looks like a cross between Wishmaster and Goosebumps: The Haunted Mask. <laughs> <laughs> I know Goose I'm going in, Yeah, I know I'm going in deep. But um, I,
5: I do get the Wishmaster thing, though. He, he, he I, did. I
3: can see that. Yeah, he
5: did look like mm-hmm. the Gen.
3: Yeah, and I'm like, did we really need the color contacts? But there are some redeeming qualities of this and it was Dave going, that person acted so bad, who is that? And I got to Google and I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so or that's so-and-so and they're not an actor. And he's like, oh, that's why. Um, but, um, you know, I can appreciate this for what it is. And I got to see West Craving on film. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I'm upset about is that there were no water beds in this. You know that—that's the one thing I'm upset about. Waterbed is a
4: recurring theme with you, Crystal. I'm starting to sense that. <laughs> but you keep, you,
3: these, you keep showing me these—you keep showing me these Wes Craven films that have waterbed deaths, and there was no Crystal.
5: Waterbed.
7: Don't play, Crystal. Shit. Don't play,
5: where, where did the waterbed? touch you.
3: No, remember she, <laughs> my mother, like, me, she tore her like... I got caught and then I tore my MCL so
4: I'm sorry. MCL, remember we correct.
3: talked about that the last
4: time Waterback yeah. came up, which I think well, was last fucking episode.
7: Waterbeds are overrated.
5: Wes Craven was trying to get Johnny Depp. He yeah. wanted to get Johnny Depp, Depp for this film to, and he was afraid to ask him and later on Johnny Depp was like, dude, you should well, so have called. So we could have had we could have had Johnny. I'm telling
4: you, if I had Johnny Depp on my phone, I would accidentally call him all the time. <laughs>
3: yeah, I
7: know.
3: I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I butt-dogged you, but what are you doing today? <laughs> these
7: days, Johnny Depp's probably calling Wes Craven. You gonna make honey? another one? Can I be in it? No, eh. it's oh, Wes Craven died. Yes. Oh, oh Lord. Oh no, you oh, didn't know that. Dave. <laughs> He didn't oh, know. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. I had to catch him. Well, that's a good segue to me. Now we, we all know that the, the Freddy movies are, have never been my thing. I'm a man of a certain age, which means I'm old as fuck. And so these movies came along later in my horror. Uh, I think tenure. I'm the
4: second oldest after you. So don't. What'd me? you say? You're
7: in what? Forty what?
3: Forty three. Don't laugh at me.
7: Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fifty seven next month. But
3: what's that say for me? Because I'm like the youngest
7: that i'm a lucky guy oh okay uh <laughs> th- so these movies and, and actually uh i've never really been ex- i was never really exposed to the freddy movies that much and since we covered two and three i i gained a great respect for both of those especially two was not you know with the themes in that one totally blew me away and and this one just it didn't have any of that um i don't know that impactfulness is that a, was that a word mm-hmm.
2: uh for nice. me
7: um and the whole I, the whole meta thing it wasn't although uh, in all the Freddy movies isn't it sort of like that he comes into the real world although it's actually the dream world but it's the same concept he comes he goes from you know his side of reality to our side of reality to kill people it's kind of it the same thing it's it's, it's just kind of it. reversed here you know I, I, I don't know um, God, I, I, it just it, it didn't have any impact on me whatsoever um,
3: I can appreciate the special effects
5: yeah <laughs> what know, what, what little there were
3: i, I just want to say really but, I, mean, there are things we... I can appreciate in the movie and, and that's the... a good
4: thing you know that you can find things like but dave i just want to say I, my mother is is three years older than you um and she likes freddie so
3: i don't know i know that we are going to cover <laughs> the original later in the season, I'm excited yeah, it's coming to up see soon, that. The first yeah, one. I'm excited for him to see that one because I love the original. Well, it's, it's hard to- We're this, actually like, getting to the
4: first one because we've done so many fucking sequels of so many franchises. Yeah. We've two, two done was, the originals.
7: Two was so impactful after because I would never seen two before we covered it and it had such an impact, kind of like brain damage. I keep going back to brain damage, but really- I just got no, the Arrow Blu-ray. There's been no movie that we've covered that impacted me, that I'd never seen before that impacted me like brain damage. And uh, Freddy, too, was kind of like that for me. And so this one just didn't have that that I- impact. I guess I was, you know, hoping for that. It's hard to
4: compete with that. Yeah. yeah. Did and, you and, get and damage
2: from
7: this one? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not anymore.
5: But I, I'm, I'm with you, Dave. Like, uh, Freddy's Revenge, I love that film absolutely love great it film. and and Another so many, halloween
4: three well i'm
5: so grateful many,
7: to be exposed for it because i would never would have watched it otherwise and I I i'm glad hear. that i yoked no. it
4: with the scream queen doc because it's really fucking important that was a
7: really great conversation and then that documentary that came out of what uh scream queen right yeah the, the documentary yeah, I
4: right i yoked them together <laughs> yeah yeah to which them also both. was
7: fantastic yes so i guess this one suffers from comparison a little bit in my mind because two and three i love three you know um and one of course the, you know the classic so i guess one suffers in my mind a little bit from uh you know um you know middle child syndrome i guess yeah, you marsha know, marsha marsha
4: i hear to them too much <laughs> yeah that's the problem um yeah. erica let's hear from you
6: okay so yeah this was a movie that i was just totally fucking obsessed with as a teenager and um of course i didn't see it in the theater i would have been 14 then as well but when Joe Bob played it on Monster Vision, I recorded it and then kept rewatching my my home VHS copy of it just repeatedly, and I probably drove my parents crazy because they were not Freddy fans at all. Um, but yeah, I just thought like the meta part was such an interesting concept that I hadn't seen before in films. Even though later on I found out that yeah, it had been done in other films that just weren't as well known necessarily. Um like uh Lucio Fulci's cat in the brain, I think was one that was very similar in some ways. Um, but yeah, I love that meta stuff, like rub that meta shit all over me. Um I I have to admit though, like rewatching it, you know, revisiting it like so many years later, there are some things that you know I don't think age super well. I have like some small nitpicks about it, nothing terrible. Um, Maybe one of my main nitpicks is sometimes the score kind of Mickey mouses it a bit too much. Like sometimes the score is great. Sometimes it's epic, but sometimes it just, it follows the action a little too closely and it becomes a little cartoonish and a little distracting from what's actually happening. I mean, they even, even the scene where she's on the freeway and she's dialing someone on her phone, like the, the ring, uh, the the beeps on her phone match the score of the sound. That the was Freddy just kind theme. Of weird. yeah Yeah. Very, very fucking weird uh, touch. Uh, not necessary, and like, just like what? Um, and, and also like the the whole '90s angst over uh, violent media and how that affects people. I mean, now I feel like we have bigger problems in the world than worrying about. Oh my gosh, was my you know preteen exposed to a Freddy movie? Uh you know, it's just like there's there's we all have bigger fish to fry now. So. But we actually did then
4: too but the media had to go after somebody you know like yeah yeah
6: exactly so but i mean yeah it was definitely it was definitely you know relevant at the time because that was a more common attitude in the media than it is now or common focus um one thing i kind of got a kick out of though is that um, in some cases like the the media people and some of the authority figures are just creepier than the horror industry people by far like that morning talk show host or Whoever that guy was, he was like, oh, what's your son's name? You know? <laughs> and right. <just> like, <laughs> right. You know? fucking
2: creepy.
6: And would you trust Robert alone with Dylan? Like, what kind of fucking question is that? that right. is I don't so- think he's a child right. fucking predator. Jesus, he's an right. actor. <laughs> like, what a bizarre thing to ask, but I do
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad you brought up the uh, Fulci thing, because he actually called Wes Craven out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> saying saying that that he ripped his film off because mm-hmm. it's so similar to that Cat in a Brain.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, meta films had existed, but I really don't think we would have meta films like we have them. You know, Scream being like the biggie, but it <laughs> led into other things like Elevated Horror. I, mm-hmm. It was really born from this blueprint. And that's one of the, I think, the most important thing to take away from this film, is without it we would not have scream. Without scream, we would not have, you know, the big change in horror that we got. Um, Mika,
0: I was just gonna say, going back to what Crystal said about the uh, the mask, um, well, not the mask. Um, I well, Freddy's makeup in the new one. Um, I guess Wes Craven, he was he was trying to go for something scary. I was reading something today because I had rewatched The New Nightmare just to refresh my memory. And I was reading something about him where he wanted to make Freddie scarier. That's why he changed his makeup. And then I guess before he died, he did mention that that was a regret of his changing up Mm -hmm. Freddie's uh, mask like that. So I, I get that part, what Crystal said about it. I didn't care. I mean, the makeup wasn't great. To me. Um, so I did miss the old look of Freddie, but I'd see where he was going. I think if just taking out the jokes, I know some people yeah. didn't like that, you know, just taking I out the jokes. The, I liked it. I did too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, making, I think just that alone made him more evil to me. It, it yeah. was just darker to me, like the original was more than the other ones. But I just thought about that, what Crystal said. And I was like, well, he did say he did to make him scarier, but I guess yeah. it just did. And
5: and, and which I I totally understand, but, you know, like, like what you said, Wes, Wes came, came out and he said, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was a regret that he had. Mm -hmm. And he also said that he went back before he filmed this and he watched all of the Nightmare on Elm Street films in sequential Mm -hmm. order. And he realized you couldn't really follow any type of storyline. But here's, but here's, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Nobody watches the Nightmare on Elm Street films for the fucking storyline. Fuck
4: <laughs> no. That's like watching Jason for the fucking right. storyline. Like you can't you even make sense of that shit. You, <laughs> yeah. you
5: watch I do. Uh, You watch Nightmare on Elm Street no f- for the for the quippy little one liners the- and for the unique cool. kills. Mm-hmm. You know? And and so he took those out. And so we didn't have those anymore. And mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I get it. I understand. Like I'm I understand the whole meta concept now. But when I was younger and when I came, you know, when I came from watching these other Freddy films and then I watched this and you've taken the two things away that I really liked. You know, I mean, I don't I don't think we get a an actual Freddy kill in this film until what? 40 50 minutes into the film?
4: And yeah. there's only four of them. There's only yeah. four of them. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and so i mean it's but
3: freddie's not known for his body count.
5: (laughs) true right true
3: you know i think if they wouldn't have added those neon green contacts maybe maybe the whole mask thing with the makeup thing wouldn't have been as uh jarring I have to say oh.
4: something. One of the biggest bitches I've ever heard about this movie, and it's a frequent one, is the leather pants. They don't like <laughs> Freddy in the fucking leather pants. Don't and like that cracks to me present. to fuck up because I'm like – you know, usually when you put on leather pants, it's because you want to look sexy or edgy, but more it's like a sexy, edgy thing, like together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, we don't want to think about Freddie as sexy. He's a fucking child predator. Like, yeah, wh- where's God. my leather pants somewhere? Where's
5: my Jason Voorhees and Assless Chaps? <laughs> oh, my God.
4: Oh, it's, 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 it's out there. Just seek
7: <laughs> it out. It's
3: out if, there. If Rule 34. Worn, if you've ever worn leather pants and you've walked in them, you it's know that's very that uncomfortable. Sound- you but you know that sound they make when your legs rub together, So oh
0: much noise?
3: And I do like, not have thigh wait, gap, wait, wait, I got I got like, those big old thighs, and uh, people yeah, know you're coming rub. before you get there. <laughs> oh
7: my god, can I? Does anybody here ever uh, worn corduroy? Do you remember corduroy? Yes. I, when I was love corduroy,
3: I, but that's
4: noisy, shit. Oh, right? Yeah.
7: When, I was, yeah. when I was a kid, when, when I, I used to wear a lot of corduroy, uh, and you had to get that, you're yep. walking, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. It's almost fun to walk around just and make the noise yeah. yeah let's uh let's get to Ken, hey, Ken.
3: Uh,
1: First off I want to say um, this is Heather Logan Truck's best performance in Final <laughs> Destination 2 um, she was great in Final Destination 2 she ruined my life in that she movie She was oh. Yeah yeah the, the her login Truck in Destination 2 was totally great um <laughs> But when it comes to this, what we we have to remember is it's not technically Freddy Krueger in this movie. It's a demon taking the form of Freddy Krueger. Mm -hmm. Correct. So, like, I think that's the reason that I'm so, I guess, okay with the look change, because it's an imitation of Freddy Krueger. It's not the Freddy that we all know and love. And I think that's the big reason why I'm so okay with that makeup change, because it's not the same guy like that's big uh support of the makeup change Uh, but i also gotta say what i love and i mean fucking love about this is when we play skin the cat and you have the homage to tina's death in the first one yeah but you get to see freddie doing it as well you know like in in hey you know in tina in the first one um you don't see freddie you just see Tina, which is dope. Don't get me wrong. It's so oh, it's dope. A, it's, it's a so sweet-ass awesome.
4: fucking sequence. Yeah. In this
1: one, to have it bouncing back and forth between that dream world and the real world where you can see him at some times and you can at other times, I think is great. And I think it's really sad that you said there's only four deaths even though Rex got slashed up trying to protect Dylan. That's definitely a death. So uh, Remember, little Rex, little T-Rex dinosaur, he definitely... Yeah. He lost his
3: stuff in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. got stitched.
4: I mean, he he up,
1: crossed man. the highway.
3: <laughs> you know.
1: yeah. but th- that that also brings to the last thing I want to bitch about: the ridiculous <laughs> and stupid looking army of Freddies that run up. Like, watch this movie uh, again. And when you got the army of Freddies that run up, pause it. And just look at them, and you'll be like, "Oh, sometimes CGI is a bad idea."
2: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, they (laughs) they are definitely. At that moment, I was like, "Huh? You know, those people that support CGI, they may they may know what they're talking about every now and then." Was it blue
3: screen that they used on this movie? Because it looks like blue screen at that point. I thought it was
4: green screen because I thought I read about Heather Lane well, Camp like when she when was she does crossing, the highway scene. He, she was mm-hmm. sore because she had to do it like 120 takes of it or something to get it yeah. right. Oh, Poor a logging truck. Poor logging truck.
5: That's
2: <laughs> oh,
4: <okay. laughs> your beautiful face.
5: You talk about the CGI Freddies. Like think back to like Dream Warriors when they did the claymation Freddy. Oh
4: you yeah, know, yeah. When yeah. he strings, yeah.
5: cuts the string. Oh, it cool.
6: looks so great. Oh, it was
4: so fucking cool. Um, yeah, I love that. Damage. I have a mini puppet. Look
6: at you.
4: Nice. Yeah, I only have Dream Warriors Freddy. Sorry, guys. Everything I have <laughs> is Dream Warriors. <laughs> I um,
3: I'm having a roommate Freddy.
4: I'm going to jump in really quick. We talk a lot on here about movies like when we watched them as kids or as teens. we ha, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, <coughs> <clears throat> but we really, we we loved them for certain reasons, like, oh, that was really enjoyable, or <clears throat> I thought we had some genuine, you know, this. but for me it was more like the homages to um, the first film, you know, mm-hmm. like, you see her relationship, like, oh, Robert, and, you know, and Wes, and, and, you know, John Saxon, which we all know that John Saxon, forever in my heart, I love him so much, but... Mm-hmm. When I lost him, man, I was—I remember we were still doing the show, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" But um, yeah, yeah, I love that. Like you know, like even as a teenager, because you know, poster child for daddy. And she's always, and you know, he's like, "Honey, it's gonna be okay." And they're like, basically, almost in their same gear as the first movie. I love that moment. But watching this as a parent, you know, in my forties, it, it there are parts that are scary that were not scary to me back then. Like when Dylan, you know, she's talking to John Saxon and, you know, they're in the park and all this fucking shit has happened. And, you know, she's just letting her kid play at the park and, you know, and, you know, when you take your kids at the park, you're, you're bullshit and you're, you're fucking around on your phone for a second. But your kid's right there, right? You know where I, they are. They're, they're, you know, 20 feet away. And then suddenly he's on top of that fucking thing. And right. I, as a parent, I'm just like, <gasps> Miko Hughes has ruined parenting for me because <laughs> I gotta tell you, you know, it fun, is, yeah. I gotta t- you know, because he was like the the little scream child instead of like a, a scream queen or something, mm-hmm. you know, because like uh, him playing Gage in *Pat Cemetery* when my son was young, um, I used to dream that he was Gage and get run down in the road. Oh, Because he had the 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 blonde hair and it, and I was just like, "Oh God, you fucking ruined my life." Um, but then you know her looking up and I just imagine that's my son standing on top there. I'd fucking I don't know what I'd do. Like, oh my God, I guess I'd have to go up there and be like, "Just d- don't move, I got you, mommy's got you." But like that fucking scares the shit out of me. And then that that really like puts this whole movie in a different perspective. It's very much like we saw at the beginning, like, um. A parent movie it's, it's parent fear, you know, um, mm-hmm. she's trying to do everything she can to save her son and everything is trying to stop her. And if it were me, I'd be doing the same fucking shit. I would do whatever I had to fucking do to save my kid. And mm-hmm. that that is the scariest shit in the world, because like there is nothing in this world that is more important to me than my children. And so that's where like as an adult. And as a parent, it has a whole different veneer to it. Like when I was a teen, I enjoyed it. You know, Freddy's a little different. It's 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 meta, like that moment where we have where um, Heather is talking to Wes and, and you know, you, you go to his computer screen and it's already been written. He, you know, everything that's happened has already been, he's writing it. Even their conversation has already been written. And uh, you know, I thought that was cool, but like, yeah, now I'm just like, holy shit, that were my fucking kid. You best bet, I'd be doing anything and everything, and that gets me, because that's scary. Like, this demons come and it's coming after my fucking kid. Well, guess what, demon? You're gonna have to fuck with me.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, you bring <laughs> up a good point because all the other Nightmare on Elm Streets, it were, it was teenagers right. that were getting killed, mm-hmm. and that's not the case in this one. It's all adults. And mm-hmm. they're dealing with real life adult issues, you know, yes. kids, stalkers, you know, things like that, and losing so,
4: a, a husband or a spouse or, or whoever. Right, you know, so loved it's one.
5: so it's no wonder why this didn't really appeal to me so much as a kid, but it appeals to me more now. Um, even if it isn't my favorite in the franchise, like you know, it's still it still means something. You know, there's still an importance with this film, and I and I love it. Even, even if people don't like this as a Nightmare on Elm Street film, to like this for the fact that it was a blueprint for what Wes Craven was to do a couple years later.
4: Right, and I think this is, you know, it's sort of the trial grounds. And I really, honestly, in my heart, believe we would not have Scream as we know it without this film. And even if you don't like the film, you have to like it for that. You know, give it points for that. Um, Dave Crystal?
3: Um, yeah, it was me. Um you sorry. Had, I can never tell. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Uh you had mentioned about um uh, them being at the funeral and stuff. Um I was surprised when like she fell forward and like when did coffins get extreme slides? <laughs>
6: like, you know,
3: when the right. coffins come with those slides, but then it shows her and she's got like a heart. You know, as like a, you know, this blood stain, it's just like a perfect heart. I'm like, you guys didn't think I like kind of mussy that up, just got a heart on Miss Logging Truck's forehead here, just a heart. (laughs) But yeah, I remember seeing Cheyenne just climb up, you know, at the park, just huge, you know, climb up and up and up to high slides. So I'm thinking how is my ass getting up there to get you down? Cause if you don't right, come down, right. that why do. am I getting up there to get you down? Please come down the slide. Please don't get up there and look down and be like, I'm too scared. Cause then I'm going to have to talk you down and be like, sit your ass in the slide and push. Let's go. <laughs> you know, cause you know, please don't climb up all the way on the top and jump off the roof. Like Nico. Um, cause we're not Babadook kids. Um, I, no, no, because then he's screaming at the TV and, and everything, and they're trying to paint it as schizophrenia and stuff. And then he gets to the hospital and I'm sorry, this is a poor depictation of nurses, but more importantly, like Dave and I were talking and when she goes to the morgue to identify the body and there's just bodies in the hallway and he's like. <laughs> He's like, is it really like that? And I was like, this was 94. This was, you know, this is L.A. County or supposedly L.A. County. So it could have been like that. But this was before HIPAA. HIPAA didn't come into, you know, law until 96. So, yeah, it could have been like that. You could have just been reading anybody's toe tag that you wanted. And you can just walk right in and ask for anything. Um, because there were, there were no privacy laws like there That's are now. Point. Um, so yeah, you could have just walked in and been like, is this my dead body I'm claiming? Is that my dead body I'm claiming? He's got a nice jewelry on him. Right. And and then, then I'm like, you know, she's like, you know, can you pull the cover back more? And, and the dude's like, yeah, I'll oblige you. And then she kind of throws up a little, it's like, this is why we don't pull it back more. You knew not to pull it back. Why did you pull it back? You know <laughs> because of that dream.
4: And I think she was, you know, starting to doubt her own sanity and her own thoughts, like, you know, how could you know, because as adults we we try to rationalize everything and she was like, we, Well, rationally, I have to know, did this happen?
3: Right. She you saw know? a part of it, so he knew not to pull back more because of You know, anything that could have happened, he could have handed her a bag, a bucket, trash can, anything. I'll pull it back for you. But, man, I'm the one who's got to mop up that mess you're about to make on my floor. Here you go. He didn't seem to give too much of a fuck. He did not seem to give too much of a shit. And then I'm just going to go ahead and let you know, because The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron is one of my favorite shows. Oh, my God, yes. That gentleman is the voice of Mr. Hong He's been in a lot of things. He has,
2: including lot this. Of of is, this is us. Mm-hmm. Yep.
7: I, love, I, mean, this, I love that I mean, scene.
4: So many things.
7: I love that scene as she walks in and it's like an autopsy like warehouse going on. There's like autopsies everywhere. People mid- are oh, just, just pulling more. shit out of bodies. She's just walking right through it. <laughs> I like how they've got the circular saw and they're just going at right. it. <laughs> with like, with like <laughs> pedestrians like, just walking Some around. Reanimator with their action. Oh, yeah. look at that a thorax,
3: neat. Yeah, but that was before HIPAA, so now you've got to like cross through multiple barriers, and you've got to provide. But did, they, did they ever
7: leave dead bodies just out in the
3: hallway? Yes, so we, we did. Sure they yeah. did. And then, like, you know, I, I'm sorry, you guys know that I was uh, a COVID ICU nurse during the the very height of the panini, and um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, certain words get you flagged for certain things. I don't want to flag. Um, okay. Yeah, that's good. But uh, in New York City, at the very, very worst of everything, and we had to put bodies in refrigerated trucks. There was not anything in nursing school that I was ever prepared for, and then the trucks filled up, the morgue <laughs> filled up, and we literally had body bags stacked at the nurse's station because- There was nothing we could do. We were still in the experimental stages of how do we save these people and what can we do about, you know, trying our best to do anything we could. I need to thank you for your
4: service on that. That's Um, badass shit right there. You
3: know, we we do what we we can to, to treat people. But as far as bodies in the hallways, even though this is 94, you get to certain things. Yeah, but you know they were in bags. So think about a garment bag with their, with their feet sticking out. No, their feet weren't sticking out. No, they I were think of a bag. in those things. We're you know, think out. of a giant garment bag. But yes, there was a tag on that garment bag to <laughs> I, identify who it was. But that that just that's all we could do at that point because we had nowhere else to take the body. We had to wait till another semi showed up a refrigerated semi showed up. Another
7: Mister Softy truck.
3: Yeah, so that
4: oh
7: we god. had,
3: so that we had rain play on to, to the song
7: playing the song. You,
4: know? no. you gotta play like some kind of like weird fucking her song or, some oh
2: song
3: really in, in, or something. Oh my god, in DC this past weekend there was a an ice cream truck that was playing the. It's a small world theme, and I
7: threatened, that makes me want
4: to hurt people. I fucking I hate that song. I hate that ride. Fire. I hate about it. Yeah. I, I really
7: yeah. like. Uh, I will never. I like the concept of uh, Freddy being this sort of ancient entity that took different forms. I, if anyone's ever read Dean Koontz's Phantoms, not the movie, but the actual book, mm-hmm. and that was sort of the, the thrust of that book, that this thing had been around for so long, it would just take on whatever sort of uh, guise uh, the person who was witnessing it thought it was. And I, I wish we had well, explored that a little bit.
5: That's That's the same as it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah I would exactly actually
7: like before. this evil alien. I would love to have seen some flashbacks of like other guises that it had through the past. That would have been pretty neat. I, I thought that was a maybe a missed opportunity, I
5: like I felt a felt Freddy like in were... ancient Egypt or something. No,
7: but and I like thought a... Derivative... you know.
5: Derivative...
3: I'm sorry. I... No,
7: no, I'm
5: done.
3: So is this position? Yeah, right. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
7: have been
3: other
7: <laughs> Why other, not? Legends, other evil legends throughout history, right? So, so, so is there are plenty of
3: them around with a giant Zuzu wing?
4: I, you know, he had those leather pants on. Uh, well, you know, he was, he was sexy and he knew it or something. But, yeah, like that's one of the things I felt like it did take a little bit from Freddy's Dead, which I know everybody hates but me and the entire world. But
5: no, love that's Freddy's not Dead. true. I love Freddy's Dead.
4: I don't love a strong word with you because you've never used love with me on that movie. Sir.
5: Oh, like Freddy versus Maybe we've never had that conversation.
4: I believe we have, sir.
7: I feel we have achieved a breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, you guys Welcome to couples therapy.
4: To um but that was the thing because um if you if you guys recall that film, um Freddy, when they burned him, made a deal with um these demons and they let him go on to commit crimes against these children and and you know, cuz he like you know souls. You know it, it. It was different in each movie for whatever reason. But in that film, yeah, it was that he made a pact with uh, these demons and they uh, kind of ruled the dream world or whatever. So I felt like it, it was a little bit pulled from that because considering that Wes watched all the movies previous to doing this, so yeah, that I think that concept kind of grew from from Freddy's Dead. So. Um, let's hear from our, our our guests a little bit more because we got to get to our verses and review shitty reviews and things like that. Um, Mika, let's hear from you. Um, any reflections upon the film? Anything?
0: No reflections. I do have to say, I don't know if I, it's st- still in my top three. I hadn't seen it in a while. I think I was 12 when this movie came out. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as I did when I was a teenager, but I still enjoyed it. Um, there were some things that were a little cheesy to me, but there were also some things that were extremely cringeworthy. Like, as you said, as a parent, that freeway scene will always make me cringe for some reason. Just I just, even, even today when I watched it, I was like, Oh, I'm going across that freeway and then Heather going across it. And I was like, Oh goodness. Like, it just kind of freaked me out. But well, then there was also some times where I was like, throw the whole kid away, Heather, because he's being creepy. And <laughs> start over. Throw um, the whole kid away. <laughs> Maybe I'm the
7: bathwater.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um I, I still i still enjoy it i don't think if i i enjoyed as much as i did when i was 12 but i still liked it and i still like this darker version of Freddy. that's what hooked me on freddie when i was five when i watched the original one i think i was five or six when i watched it and i was like man that he's creepy but i was like told my babysitter i was like bring the finger knives movie guy back <laughs> like he bring that back but yes. i um but yeah i guess those are my final thoughts i liked it but still not as much as when I was 12, but it's still, I I enjoyed that movie. So um, I really just liked like the meta part of it, just mashing that together. I really enjoyed it. And I just never thought about what you guys have been talking about. We wouldn't have scream if we didn't have this. So for that, I'll always love that movie because scream is one of my top favorite movies always will be. (laughs) So,
2: yeah, yeah. this
4: is one of those important films that like, even if you don't like it, it is a, it's a very important piece that kind of, Leads down, us down the road to where we are, mm-hmm. but I gotta say, and I'm I'll will ta- expand more upon this when we do the original film. This was my mom, you know, she showed me Night Living Dead when I was six. You know, I we all we all know I'm the Romero snob or whatever, but um, you know, so I was raised in sort of like the early elevated horror, but she did not want me to see. Um, any of the Nightmare on Elm Street, like, well, at that time it was, you know, the first and maybe the second one were out and she did not want me to see them. She tried to prevent it, but of course she worked at the video store and would bring that shit home and I'm like, popping it in the VCR um, because <laughs> I have night terrors. I, I have since I was a little girl and I have really, I scream in my sleep. I still do. Um, I, I do weird shit in my sleep and I, or I wake up and I'm freaked out or I'm crying or screaming or something. I still do that as an adult. But I did it as a kid and she was like oh my god here's this like dream demon um killing kids and you know this is the worst possible thing that candy could watch but it, what happens and I think this is what happens with a lot of horror fans is like we see something we're terrified of it but we become obsessed with it <laughs> because of our fear so um that's how Freddy is for me. That's why I love Freddy so much because he scared the living shit out of me, and I was so obsessed with it that I just wanted to keep being part of it. Like that, like my therapist calls it controllable anxiety. So, and uh, I have so much uncontrollable anxiety that I like controllable anxiety. Uh, I'll pass that to Ken, and then I want to hear from Erica.
1: Um, I guess my big takeaway from this film is. To me, it really was kind of a return to form. I know you guys said you're big fans of Freddy's Dead. Like, look, I I have a very soft spot for Freddy's Dead because uh, my uncle took me to see that movie in the theater when I was a kid. And, like, I had the 3D glasses. And, you know, I got to watch that movie in 3D in the theater. So I got to see a bunch of shit in my face. But, um, like, I'm not a fan of Freddy's Dead. And I'm really, really not a fan of The Dream Child. Um as annoying oh, that would as that piss
4: Nico off, he only likes four and five. And I'm like, four and five, See,
1: I love four, <laughs> I love four, four might be my favorite in the whole franchise. Four's
4: okay, five. We can, the kills and four out.
1: are great, you know, the mm-hmm. Roach Motel. Oh, I love it, Duck face. Like, I think the kills and four are fantastic. Um, but like, we talk about how annoying Miko is in this <laughs> man, that kid in the dream child, let me learn stuff from you. That kid's yeah. a little
5: he is a fucking shit. like a
4: mini roach. absolutely. He reminded me of like a mini roach from People Under the Stairs. Like he was a great yeah. motherfucker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but at yeah. least roach had his tongue cut off so we didn't have to hear the bastard talk the right, whole Right, like right.
2: He <laughs> wouldn't be yes. looking. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: man. About New Nightmare is if you watch these chronologically and even though I, I love 4, you watch 4, 5, and 6 and then you watch New Nightmare like Sean was saying, like, you kind of get thrown off at this point. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck did I just watch? Like, this guy is not funny. And it's fun. The, the real funny thing about it is we all love Freddy Cougar, and we're like, oh, Freddie is so great. Freddie is so awesome. That child killer, you know, like he yeah, the guy literally. Child kills predator. Kid.
7: Mm-hmm. But see,
1: like, that's what I always loved about the original I loved, which is weird. But in the original, he never touched any kids. He just killed them. And I know that's not better. Okay. I get no, it. No, no. Like, where in the remake, it's like, he's a disgusting, you know, he he's a oh, pedophile. Yeah. He's not a child killer. He's a pedophile. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I, I just recently rewatched the remake to do an episode with Ashley. And I have a whole new love and respect for the remake. Jackie Earl Haley did something as Freddy Krueger that Robert England could never, ever do. And that's make us hate him. We're not supposed to like Freddy Krueger. He's the villain. But Robert Englund is so full of charisma. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we couldn't hate him. The guy was doing like Nickelodeon shows. Like, ah, I can slime, You know, and <laughs> he's a child killer. But then the remake comes along and we're like, oh, my God, I hate this Freddy. I don't like this movie because I hate this Freddy. We're not supposed to like Freddy. We're supposed to hate Freddy. And I completely started with I, yeah, I, I just, think yeah. that started with Wes Craven's New Nightmare. When you watch Wes Craven's New Nightmare, you love Robert, you love Heather, but you never at any point are like, I love this Freddy because he's no. dark, he's evil, there's no comedy, there's no charisma, it's just a demon. Like, this guy sucks. Like, that's why a lot of people don't like this movie because this Freddy sucks. He's supposed to suck. Like, that's the point. So, well, like,
4: and the thing about the remake and and i'll just touch on this briefly for a quick second is like they do make it clear within this the original series that he is a pedophile um that is very much touched upon in in freddy's dead uh for those haters uh like that that theme is there as much as some parts of the movie suck it's very much clear and it is it is clear that's why all the parents fucking killed him because he was molesting all the kids in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. um you know, is vigilante justice. But uh, I, I, uh, I I like horror. But I don't like true crime, because I can't stomach it. It mm-hmm. makes me throw up. Like, literally, I'll, I'll watch, he'll be watching, you know, Sean likes true crime. And so does my mom and stuff. And they will be watching that stuff. And or I'll read it uh, an article, I'll fall down the rabbit hole. And I'm reading this true crime article. Oh, it looks like beans. Um, my little baby. But, uh, yeah, and, and and the thing is, is, like, I go and, and, and it just makes me sick to my stomach. So, like, I know it, but it's not in my face because that goes into true crime for me. And there's a lot of personal stuff behind that for me that I – it I, it's too much. Um, so – just th- just knowing about it, them stating it, and that he went on to become this dream demon that kills the kids because he can't hurt them. He can't be a pedophile anymore. Um, that's enough for me. Um, because when we start getting too much into the pedophilia, I can't watch it. I throw up. I get sick. Uh, PTSD, shit like that. Like, it fucked my life up. And I, uh, oh, God, I wasn't going to do this. But anyway, th- that's enough for me. That's that's where I'm going right. with that. Like so, I agree. I see. I see what you're doing. I, I can't. I can't go there with that. I
2: can't.
1: <laughs> well, I was just gonna say real quick. Have you guys seen the deleted scene from the original Nightmare on Elm Street, where Nancy's mom takes Nancy to the basement? She's giving her Freddy's glove. She tells the story about how Freddy killed Nancy's sibling when they were kids, and that's when john and that's when they all killed him because he was a child killer and he killed nancy's brother or sister i can't remember which one it was i want to say sister but he killed nancy's sister and that's when that's why it was so that's why he came back for nancy um and they cut that out of the film i don't know why you can find this deleted scene on youtube for people that are listening or anybody here in this amazing panel that has not seen that scene and it really adds a whole layer of heaviness to the film like, I under, you know, we all knew that he, he killed kids and that's why, you know, because like you said, in Friday's Dead, they bring in the pedophilia thing. But well, even in the in, original before that, three I mean, it's like that,
4: hinted. They dance around it, but it's there.
1: <laughs> right. But like in, in the first one, it's just this guy's child killer. He killed right. kids. I think they, they were afraid to it.
4: talk about the pedophilia.
1: Of it. Right. And they, they, they can leave it that way because I'm with you. You know, that's my trigger sexual assault of any type that's the thing yeah. that I can't I can't stomach it I can't do it um because you you just ruined everything for that person and, um, it's just something I personally that's my trigger it's something I can't fuck with I can't at all it ruins I I can't um so that's why I've I've I'm the the Freddy pedophile denier I'm like no he killed the <laughs> kids he didn't do anything else okay don't make him a monster he just killed them that's all he, he did he just okay. killed them that's all he did
4: yeah. So oh the mom welcome to prime time ha <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm laughing
1: yeah so like that, that's thats I just feel like that's a very powerful scene that if people haven't seen it you should do mm-hmm. yourself a service just look it up on YouTube where they talk about Freddie killing Nancy's sibling I just think it's so wow. crazy to the go back about to how Alexis wild now. it
4: is because that was 1984 that was 10 years mm-hmm. before this mm-hmm. film was made and and how different society was at that point mm-hmm. already that's how fast things go yeah yeah well we're whoa society's ready to hear about this like who made you the fucking boss's shit i don't know i don't know who makes these rules uh erica uh any reflections that you'd like to share
6: um so yeah revisiting this i think for the most part it it does hold up well um i still love the meta-ness of it um, it, it adds just like a another creepy element, and there's like a lot of good atmosphere. Like I have to agree with like uh, something that uh, I know Sean is one of the people who brought it up. Like the kills in this are not as cool as they were, like especially in part four. And I, I even do love uh, the kills in part five. I know there are some just trash elements of that movie, but like the motorcycle Dan kills the motorcycle thing rad. Yeah. Yeah. that fucked me up cool. when I was a kid. It was great.
5: <laughs> that was awesome.
6: But yeah, I wish this movie had more of that—that uh, that rubber reality, like really surreal uh, dream sequences. Instead, most until the end, most of the dream sequences are very much grounded in just everyday life situations that turn bad. Um, so until that that whole temple thing at the end, there's not anything that's like super visually interesting or just like off the wall like like what we loved about some of the other sequels. That's kind of maybe my main complaint with re- when i revisited this yeah
4: i really feel like this was like a learning piece and it, it does have its, its great things um i'll save that for my review <laughs> i'll save the rest of that so at this juncture oh, oh, oh dave and crystal
7: oh no just real quick uh does any is anybody else here know what asmr is
3: yes yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I just want to
7: say. I just want to say real quick. I, I am ASMR sensitive, and Wes Craven's voice is a total trigger for me. Yeah. Puts me right to sleep. <laughs> He's got that soft voice. Puts me He does. Right to
4: it's smooth.
7: Yeah. That's that's, that's, all, that's all I got there. If anybody else is a, ASMR sensitive. No. I want
4: I want to hear him like just talk a lot, and I'm just.
7: Like, just hey. really just read you know a menu or just you know tell me about his day. I'd be like just drifting. Off. When you
4: hear George Romero talk, it's kind of like the opposite effect.
3: <laughs> kind of like... but, but that's why I keep saying I'd like Daddy Bradley and Keith David to read me the phone book. Keith that's why, yeah, Keith, I yes, Keith that's why I keep yeah. saying please. We yeah, just
4: okay married. now. Talk about a horror movie. We just watched Requiem for a Dream with um, oh, oh
3: yes
2: <laughs> yeah. We yeah. watch
4: that shit with our kids, but like we don't have little kids. They're grown yeah, ups. I,
7: are fifteen. I want to meet the, Baker, that's, that's, that's a fucking horror that's... movie. And, yeah, that is god. And
4: Keith David, you know, is has a small part in it, and that part where he's buck ass naked. I'm like. Damn, he got a fine ass. That's a fat fine ass. Right
2: yeah.
3: That's fine Damn. You talking about?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I, I mean, that's a, that's a fine ass right there. I was like, ooh, okay. Mm, all right, I like it. I like a nice ass. Just <laughs> saying. Lighten up the mood. Um, yeah.
1: I know a guy.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. So, His name's um...
5: Sean. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of fine it. speaking of fine asses. I think we got <laughs> I think we got some verses to talk about. For the thousands in attendance
7: and the millions watching around the world. Around the world ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to
2: rumble going for
4: To to that. So, our versus question tonight uh, for the show, I went easy since we have two guests. Like I said, I'm saving the crazier ones, like all the machines in Maximum Overdrive versus Aaron, you know, like that kind of shit for just us because we're lunatics. but <laughs> yeah, that because I, I asked for weird and I just I don't know what I thought I was gonna get, but I did. we got you some un, weird
5: ones. Underestimated. So weird. We got some, weird and ones. and I
4: love it, but so I, I picked a tamer one for you, for you guys. Uh, especially Mega, because this is her first time. So our versus Thank question you. tonight, and you can choose to pass, you can choose to pick only the movie you know, you can you can do whatever you want. This is a house that screams we don't really have fucking rules. No one's our boss. No um, rules! So the versus question tonight comes from our friend Daniel Nightmare Nerd Ryan, and it is Dr. Giggles versus the Ice Cream Man.
3: Uh-huh.
4: And um, I'm going to preface, well, I'm not even going to preface, I'm just going to go right into what I think. Because I like to do that. I am bossy. Uh, or something. But, okay. So, my brothers. They're four years younger than me. And they're twins. My, my brother, Daniel, who's been on the show. He, he did Rocky Horror with us. Um, so, different Daniel. Than the Daniel that the, did the question. He was obsessed with fucking Dr. Giggles. And he <laughs> watched it. nonstop. Now, if I had seen it maybe two or three times. I maybe wouldn't have wanted to kill him. But, I saw Dr. Giggles, like, a hundred times in, like, a month. So, um, but thinking about Clint Howard as the ice cream man, if you haven't seen that, you're not missing much. Unfortunately, (laughs) I saw
6: that earlier this year, and I regret that decision. Yeah, I
4: watched it with Joe Bob, and I was like, I'm not drunk enough for this. (laughs) Or drunk or high enough, and I'm on fucking a lot of drugs. So, um, for for my back, Mika, just so you know, my spine doesn't work, so I'm on like fentanyl and all this shit. Like, I just was not not enough drugs. Mm-hmm. So, in that versus where I really don't have a dog in the fight, I still have to go with Dr. Giggles. He was a lot more aggressive. Um, they were both crazy, and both really fucking annoying. But I think Clint Howard is 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 just like too loopy, nutty, whereas Dr. Giggles was, like, aggressively nutty. So, I have to say Dr. Giggles is my is my final answer. Whoever wants to go next?
1: Grenadine, yeah. baby. Clint <laughs> Howard, ice cream man.
4: Alright, oh. we got one, there we for, go. one for one for, on each.
1: You can't fuck with my Grenadine, so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, for sure, hardcore strong with Clint Howard, ice cream man.
4: And now don't get me wrong. I fucking love Clint Howard, but I don't think that he would win against Dr. Giggles this is, you know, my whole thing, but Ow. I want to make sure everybody knows right, I genius. do love Clint Howard. <laughs> so, okay. So we got one for each. Who's next?
6: Oh, Go ahead. No. Go ahead, Erica. Um, Yeah. So it's been quite a long time since I've seen Dr. Giggles. And pardon my exclamations of ouch and oh, because I'm doing a, a kittens versus fake Freddy glove fight and the kittens are winning. Sure. winning. <laughs> oh, you're all my kittens now.
7: <laughs> kittens always.
6: Yes. Win. Uh, but yeah, I have to go with Doctor Gig. Also, um, yeah, he he's definitely uh, a lot more aggressive. But also, he's a doctor. He's highly trained. He can. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went to medical school and got his uh, hey. his E, you know, to to really fuck people up. So um, yeah, I guess I'm going to be a little bit elitist and and say that educational level is a factor here. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, Dr. Giggles
4: would win this match. Nice. Okay. Uh, who wants I bet the he doesn't
1: have a degree in grenadine. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
4: probably true.
5: He <laughs> will speak. Mika, you want to go?
0: Yeah. Uh, so just based off movies alone, um, I really. And, oh, my video went away. Sorry. Um, I. Just seen the ice cream, man, me and my partner tried to watch it sometime last year. I don't even drugs. take any of those drugs, and I couldn't do it. I, I think probably about 30 minutes in, we were like, screwed. We, I don't think we watched yeah. it all. I couldn't I like, do it. I, um, I
4: did it for Joe Bob. He's my dad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I did it for yeah. Joe Bob. But uh, Dr. Giggles, that was my shit when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that movie. So I'm Doctor Giggles all the way. <laughs> Three for Doctor Giggles. All right, what's going on
7: now?
5: Dave, Crystal, you guys want uh, to go? I,
7: I have never seen either one of those movies, so I don't have. A, you know, uh, if you're based on which uh, character is stranger looking, it's hard to call. Yeah, that's a difficult <laughs> one. Uh, but based purely on size, Doctor Giggles, Clint Howard is just a, a wee little fella. So Excuse I think, do- <laughs> yeah, I think Doctor Giggles gets <laughs> it just on just on body mass.
5: Crystal,
3: you know I have to ask the question: um, Can Ice Cream Man get me one of those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ice cream pops? <laughs> it yeah, probably has like good some brain
4: matter in it, though, exactly, or something, or eyeball.
3: Where the eyes never really lined up, like the SpongeBob <laughs> ice
2: cream pops. <laughs> uh, yeah, but never. but
4: one of them would probably be a real eyeball.
3: Oh, so I can't <laughs> yeah. take viscous matter. I think I'm. I think I'm allergic to aqueous matter. Um, So I think I'm going to have to give this to Dr. Giggles on the fact that my favorite band is Queen and Brian May did the music for Dr. Giggles. He
7: did. So, oh, so, who, who did her research?
3: Yes. Um, I know that so oh, girl. Shout out to Google because I've never seen either movie. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 wow. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we got to make a judgment, people. Are-
2: yeah. yeah. Answer. Right. So. Shout,
3: shout out to Google and a circular song and one of those picks. So all, all right. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shaun of the Dead.
5: Wow. I guess that leaves me. Um, I'm sorry, Ken. I got a double bitch. <laughs> I got to I got to go with Dr. Giggle's. Now, I love Larry Drake. I love Clint Howard. I think they're uh, yeah, both Yeah, yes, great. both of them
4: are great character actors.
5: Um, but Dr. Giggle's That's enough apparently. Yeah. Dr. Giggle's had uh 19 kills. Uh Ice Cream Man only had 5.
4: One of them was David Naughton in a cone though to be fair.
5: Yeah, that is yeah. that is true. Like, so, i'll, I'll that, give him that
4: counts pretty pretty I'll, high.
5: I'll give him two for that one but still just doesn't compete man my my guy dr giggles
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> honest when this came when this came over the chat the first thing i thought of was dr giggles was the dentist
2: uh, was it the, dentist? Oh,
3: uh, yeah. Corbin well, yeah and then the second thing yeah. i thought of was when you said ice cream man there's a youtube short uh, of a friend that I, I have that that is in a YouTube short that is similarly based. It's actually pretty good.
4: Oh, okay. That, put that link in chat. Okay. And I have a link for you guys too. Something Nan showed me my daughter. Um, that was really fucking creepy. I meant to put it in chat a while ago. I'll I'll do that too. It's something different. It's a it's a J horror thing, but it's cool. Ooh, I love J horror. Me too. So um, I think.
5: So I think. Doctor Giggles,
4: Giggles is the, the winner. I think Sorry, he won. Ken. Sorry, Ken. Sorry, Sorry Ken. Guys.
1: Just, to, to be fair, there was one time in the '90s I was wrong too. So it happens to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to all of you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll We're
4: under group we'll hypnosis. Cover,
2: <laughs> oh,
4: Grand delusion. Um. All right. Now that makes it time for. Sean shitty reviews.
3: Crystal.
5: <laughs> 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 I just <laughs> I can't even. I can't even keep up with I'm you anymore. Sorry, <laughs> I do what I can. You don't
2: need haters, <laughs> I be shitting on these haters. Shit 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 on these haters. I be shitting on these
1: shit and on these shit and on these shit and on these shit and on these haters like I took a good accident. Yeah, boy. What the fuck?
5: So uh, we got some doozies tonight. Um, I bet. N- yeah. Nobody
4: likes this fucking movie. <laughs>
5: well, um, <laughs> there, there's a theme here. Uh, I'm sure there is. You may pick up on it.
4: I'll try to hold myself back.
5: Yeah, please do. Let me get through it's these. It's hard. Don't it's please hard. don't interrupt me. Um, <laughs> it's our, flavors. Our our first shitty review is uh, uh, genuinely fucking garbage. Don't waste your time on this dog shit. Our next one from Katie. So it's a movie about a movie that was, in fact, a movie? Our next one from Daniel. Wes Craven circle jerking himself for one hour and 40 minutes. It's so (laughs) fucking meta, you guys.
7: How
6: do
5: you circle jerk yourself? Is
7: that <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. Joe Challenge Bond accepted. I'm gonna find out.
5: Joe Bond <laughs> says then... Joe Bond says Heather needed to throw that child away.
6: <laughs> well, I agree with that though. I, I can't fall back.
4: <laughs> I love my children, but yeah, throw the whole fucking thing away. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Try again.
5: Dirt Bomb says, "Boring as four cocks till the last <laughs> few minutes." <laughs> oh, boring, well, what? boring what? Boring as four cocks.
6: cocks. Why are got some four st-
4: cocks boring? When um, that guy's I mean, got some stories. I'm not saying that. Like, I wouldn't think. I mean, that. I'm just saying, like in general, wouldn't. I wouldn't, wouldn't know where to look is, first. They'd, they'd three's
7: three's,
5: three's okay. Oh. Three's okay, but four's pushing it.
4: <laughs> three's okay. <laughs> for the crowd.
5: Yeah, yeah, it just gets boring. It just boring.
4: gets boring, okay. Yeah. I I'm just imagine that guy's like, as a
5: guy that's usually surrounded by
1: five cocks, trust me, this movie's <laughs> as boring as four, okay? <laughs> you asked
3: how the circle jerk as one? Yes. Uh okay. Oh, Talent. You, you know the answer? Talent. Oh, okay.
5: Yes. I'm, a, I'm a good pivot man. Speed. Uh, our next one is from Edda. This was god-awful. I appreciate the concept and the meta-horror idea, But it's a no for me. Someone really said, "Hey, let's hire Miko Hughes and have him act exactly like he does in Pet Cemetery." (laughs) Bring home the money. He did a
4: great job in both. I'm not gonna. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know he's not a great person in real life. Did you guys
3: forget he was on Full House at this time too? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
3: He was everywhere.
1: Yeah, he was very popular. Thanks to him, I now know that boys have penises and girls have vaginas. so. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> anatomy. Wait, I'm going to
3: take
7: some notes. What now? Boys have
3: penises. I haven't
4: figured it out yet. <laughs> and, okay,
7: got
5: it. And last but not least, from Lewis Skelly. So after probably my 20th viewing ever, I feel the same. It's absolute shit very lame and tame with the meta and gore and an embarrassment to the nightmare series the kid who plays dylan is definitely the most annoying child actor i've ever seen really bad really wanted to punch this little kid's face in shitty movie (laughs) surprisingly shitty no real reason to be so shitty did that guy
7: say he watched it 20 times he took you 20 times just to realize you want to. Punch I think
4: he's full of yeah. shit. I watched it Someone's 20 times because it's so bad. I would just want to make sure. I better double check and triple check. Right.
0: That's strange. And the Babadoo kid all over the cool place. <laughs> <This>? <laughs> the <Babadou's laughs>
4: kid, like, i just be like, child services, please take my child.
7: <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to sign? Just I'm there. an no, unfit why why parent
4: for say. this fucking crazy ass kid.
7: I,
2: That's I somebody just got
4: to say.
3: Says. Like, I fell on a dick, but I don't know if I enjoyed it. Let me fall on a dick 20 more times.
1: <laughs> I just, just got to say that that whole thing might be my favorite thing that's ever happened. And I have a wife and three kids. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but to hear the words, you had to watch this 20 times to know you wanted to punch a kid in the face. Yeah. It might be my might be my epitaph now. <laughs>
4: Like that just might be it. After 20 times, I wanted this child to be punched in the face. No, I wanted <laughs> to punch the child in the face, to be clear.
5: yeah. Guy's a
7: kindergarten teacher now. <laughs>
3: and he learned about penises and vaginas. Yeah. Thanks, Arnie Swartz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who is it's your
4: and what does he do? <laughs> All right, so we're ready for regular reviews, yep. a rebuttal. Okay, send so me first. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10 lethal doses of sleeping pills.
5: <laughs> um, Not letting that shit go.
4: <laughs> I can't. When you can't. Have to actually Trust me,
5: she can't let shit go.
4: Fuck you. <laughs> I can't, though. <laughs> I said "fuck you" for like fifteen reasons right there because I can't let shit go. No, and I didn't mean it either. It took but, her
5: twenty times to say "fuck you" before she really meant it.
4: it yeah, I, <laughs> I need to say it a couple more times. Fuck it. Um, but I love you. Um, but so yeah, that's that's for me kind of a, a a questionable score coming to you know Freddie, and it's really um, most of the points are, are shaved off because usually. All my scores are nine, 9.5, 10s. Like, I really don't go below that too often. But, and for a Freddy movie, I know that's surprising, but I really don't like the ending. Um, You know, that was hit right on the head when we were talking earlier. Um, I, I just think that there were parts, like, I like how at the end, and I know it's fucked up, but like, you know, what is that? is it a story you know this whole script of the everything that happened and she reads it to him and I kind of like that but like as far as the whole that you know we, we know that CGI does not age well um, I don't care for it especially and it has its place in like fantasy and sci-fi and occasionally in a horror movie if it's something you need to pull off that's like really spectacular that you could not humanly do but as a rule in horror movies, you need practical effects. And there is this, when they start going into that and there's like the CGI shit flowing around on the fucking fire. I'm like, okay, yeah, the fire with a demon. Now, my thing about that is like, okay, they're killing with fire again. And that's mm-hmm. how they killed him originally. And it's not really Freddy. You know, we get to that point. I'm like, okay. Um, you kind of, you kind of stole my thunder on that, but, uh, and, and just the sleeping pills, like, I like the allegory there, but it's like, you would die, and I know this, and I can't get over it, and I'm sure it's, you know, like, when, when, um, you know, Crystal's a nurse, and she deals with wounds and things like that, and she knows about them, so that's, like, a sticking point for her, like, That wouldn't work. And me, I have to take a lot of pills because I got like a lot of shit wrong with me in my brain and my body. And like, so I know about sleeping pills. If I went in there and took that many sleeping pills, you would not see me again. I would be dead. And so that like, I'm like, they could have done something different, I guess. It's just, I guess, suspension of disbelief, which I can usually do, especially with Freddy films, not here because they wanted to make it so realistic. And I did like that. Mm-hmm. But when you start to make it unrealistic, and I'm like, you're, you've been selling me on realism the whole fucking time, and then you're going to throw this at me? No, not okay. But <laughs> I do really think this is an important film. I don't think it gets enough love. So 8.5 out of 10. Um, lethal Doses of Sleeping Pills. Still so love you, Freddie. It's okay. Still so love you, Wes. Important film. Mm-hmm.
5: And I'm gonna go real quick. Uh, I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten. Annoying kids. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a sticking point, obviously. Um, I I think it's an important film, and I think it's important for the evolution of the horror genre. Uh, you know, like we said, we got Scream out of this, and it, that transcends to so much more elevated horror, uh, smart horror. Um, I, I like the fact that they, they did the homages to the first film, uh, it being the 10th anniversary, uh, having John Saxon, Robert England, Heather Langenkamp. I mean, like, you know, you had all of these fantastic actors come together uh, for this film. But it just, there was, for me personally, there wasn't enough Freddy. There wasn't enough of the Freddy that I grew up with. Uh, I didn't get all of the things from this that I had grown to love from the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. So it just, it's, I like it more now as an adult than I did as a kid. But it's still, it like ranks number five in the franchise for me. Yeah, oh, I I see I see the face I see the face. You know That's this, okay. If you live with this face. I, was I live like, with no, that face. I see wrong. that face a lot. I see that face a lot.
4: I'm gonna give you the eyebrow then.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, seven out of ten annoying fucking kids.
4: Okay, who would like to go next?
5: I'll go. I'll go. Let me go. Okay, uh, Dave. Uh, we're going to have to start picking
7: movies that I've seen before because this is the second week in a row.
4: Hey, Dave, I put special stuff on the schedule for you. We're getting there, honey. Oh, thank
7: yeah. you. So much. Yeah, we're doing the classics, remember? <laughs> this is the second one in a row that I've never hey, seen are you, before. Are you
4: digging at me, you fuck? <laughs> no,
2: bad.
5: Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry.
7: So <laughs> I'm going to give it, you right. I am. You're right. I'm going to give it six out of 10 bad crotch CGI yeah we didn't talk about that scene where Chase dies <laughs> and like the claws come up through, oh, the, yeah. through the uh the car seat it's like the worst animation is that like early CGI or what was it? blue that? screen it that was just it was just terrible just terrible
3: and then he scratches his nuts <laughs> well
7: an itch but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is my this is number four if I have to rate Freddy films this is the my fourth Favorite one, and I've only seen four of them, so uh, yeah, it's just not as impactful as the other ones for me. Like I'm talking about with two, so impactful. Three is so much fun. One is a classic. This one I could take it or leave it. Um, It touched on some interesting themes. I like the idea of Freddie being this sort of timeless entity that had been around since you know uh, early times and had tormented people. I would have loved to have seen some more of that, like what what forms he had taken. In other times and other places we didn't get that we got a lot of uh, a lot of meta stuff like like the movie's winking at us the whole time it's like yeah i get it i get it so yeah six out of ten i think he's positive i i, I would love that i want to see that movie
3: okay it's my turn okay uh, i'm going with seven out of ten Extending coffin slides with logging trucks um, cause, um, you know, this isn't the worst movie I've ever seen. That's going to get a rubber. Um, I didn't see that horrible, but, you know, um, but you know, this, it has a lot to be desired for, for me cause I, I love the original. Um, I, the first time I saw this movie was last night. I, it's got a lot for me to digest. I Think that uh, as far as like the hangups you guys have with like the fire, and uh, the fire death at the end. For me, that is a callback for them reading, uh, for Locking Truck reading to Dylan the the story of Hansel and Gretel. I think that was her reading that story to 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 Miko's character at the end, um, and um during the movie and then her logging trucks character pushing uh, Freddie into the fire at the end kind of like Hansel and Gretel do the witch I think that's kind of how that all tied together and I'm sorry like I like John Saxon but his eyebrows something about his eyebrows like that dude needed to play Lucifer in something like I love him but something about his <laughs> eyebrows candy. I'm sorry. You can't deny me his eyebrows. That dude's eyebrows. They're
7: perfect.
3: They they are, but... but Dude like, was bald and all that shit was fake. <laughs> sorry. Dude, they should have done something else with them eyebrows then. Because, like, them eyebrows, like, they're pointy as fucking hell. And I, I have some caterpillars with some definite points. And, like, They should have, like, arched them motherfuckers. But, like, him, like, he just, I don't know. Like, I don't get, like, daddy vibes from him. He gives me, like, creepy grandpa vibes. He does. Like, I can respect him, but he gives me creepy grandpa vibes. (laughs) Candy, he does. I don't know why. (laughs) I can appreciate all the dinosaurs that popped up in this, and like I've got like a strong love for like the T-Rex that protected Miko in this. But when he was fucking screaming at the TV, I wish logging logging truck would have slapped the shit out of him. Just please break that. Just break that hold on TV. It's just like the Babadook, like Erica said, the Babadook kid slap them let's see what happens just just try that experiment just slap them <laughs> let's see and i do want you guys to know that there is a daniel's is it daniel's daniel's new nightmare in the works it's supposed to be a short film from from this kid but i got to give this seven out of ten extended coffin slides with a logging truck all
4: Oh right.
2: God. gone
4: i try. Okay. Uh, who would like to go next?
2: I'll
6: go. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh no, you go. You go.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say eight eight point five. Um, I there were things that I noticed watching it again today that I questioned the nut scratch for one. Um, so um, just like I was like, how long? Where was Chase at? Because he called when Heather called. He said, "I'll be there in three hours." The next thing you know, it's pitch night out and he's getting sleepy I'm like I thought you said you were three hours away bud where are you coming from but um, there was just like little things I noticed that I just question now as an adult but there was still things that I enjoyed like I said the darkness of it the nods back to the first one you know Julie getting slid across the ceiling much like you know Heather's friend did, you know, or Nancy did in the first one, where her friend got dragged across. Like there was just things that I really enjoyed in the knots of the first one. So, I'd say eight eight point five, uh, taking some away for the annoying kids and nut scratches. Yes.
5: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. The nut scratch. Yes. <laughs>
0: um,
4: Erica, did you want to go?
6: Sure, sure. Um, I am going to give this seven out of ten creepy talk show hosts. <laughs> um yeah, oh, yeah. I, I still think this this movie still holds up pretty well um like i i said i still love the meta-ness of it but i am like a bit underwhelmed by like some of the practical effects and the set pieces like when i think of the nightmare and elm street series i think of the The really trippy, uh, surreal set pieces and effects from like parts three, four, and five, those just kind of epitomize the whole visual style of this franchise for me. And um, this movie was like visually a lot more understated for whatever reason. I think he could have worked in more of that that rubber reality and those surreal set pieces without making Freddy jokey like he was in, in those other sequels. So I feel like that was maybe a, a bit of a missed opportunity. Um, but, you know, maybe it was also a deliberate choice in that, you know, maybe the strangeness is the meta aspect of the fact that all the, the actors are playing themselves. So maybe he was trying to be understated, but uh, yeah, any, anyway, it, it's, it is one of my favorite, uh, favorite entries in the franchise, but I think it does rank probably below, uh, slightly below uh, parts Two, three, and uh, well, no, no, three, four, and five for me. Uh, yeah, even part five, which I like, New Nightmare is definitely a better story and better writing, better acting. Um, uh, but in a visual sense, Nightmare Five is awesome. <clears throat> so I wish it had more of that kind of atmosphere. That's like the main reason I'm docking points. But yeah, also that kid is fucking annoying, and I I would also like to slap him very much. <laughs>
4: I don't do corporal punishment, but he was tempting.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, that this movie, this is one of those rare movies along with Babadook that has made me rethink my stance about violence against children. <laughs> right? I am now for it.
4: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there are those moments when your kids are, like, between, I don't know, two and four particularly, Mm. Or they break your favorite thing or they put pain all over the cat or something like that. And you're just yeah. like, you think about it for a second. You're like, oh, man, I want to slap this shit Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing.
6: No, one they're a little my kid.
4: And, we, and then, you know, after that, you can reason with them better. But at that point, you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, my God. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, um, Ken.
1: I was going to stay anywhere between the ages of, like, 2 and thirty. <laughs> like in that general area. Yeah, even my it,
4: even my uh my daughter who's about to turn twenty two. Sometimes I'm just like, oh my god, I'm gonna have yeah. to slap some sense in this kid, but I never do.
1: I, I think that's when the hitting should be done. But um, I'm gonna give this uh eight out of ten. Poor dead stuffed dinosaurs. Um, Uh-oh. I do genuinely love this movie, and I, I'll give you the Miko Hughes. He's an annoying little shit. Um but there's just something about I think it's because when I first watched the film, I was younger and I was coming off of seeing Freddie's dead in the movie theater. And uh, this was the next one I seen. And it genuinely scared me like this incarnation of Freddie um, really, really bothered me. And uh, so there, there's a lot to love about this movie. There's a lot to dislike about the movie. Um, I do think it's a bummer that I had to, watch it 20 times before I realized I wanted to punch the kid in the face. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was me that wrote that review. <laughs> but uh, the big thing with this film is, um, I, I like we said earlier, I really do look at this as the Jason Goes to Hell or the season of The Witch, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, where if I look at this in connection with the franchise, it's probably not as great. But if I look at this as just its own standalone film, I really enjoy it a lot more. Um, uh, just like Jason Goes to Hell, that movie catches a lot of shit because of the continuity. But you know, if you look at that as just that film alone, I think it's a great film. And that's the same thing with this. As I said earlier, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, I think every night on Elm Street movie has a garbage ending. So I'm not going to shit on the ending too much. But I-, I do think that there's a lot of cool... like as meta as the movie is like something we haven't really talked about how crazy is it that when the script was written it was all about the earthquake and they really mm-hmm. had an earthquake while that they were filming. One. yeah and like the news programs and shit that are playing are actual earthquake footage like it's just like it takes the ness to a whole nother fucking level when you look at it that way so yeah i, I again i really do dig the film um it just what I love about the nightmare franchise is how it truly is a roller coaster ride. Uh, you know, whether Freddy is dark and serious like he is in one and two or New Nightmare, or he's the goofy like he is in three and four, or he's just way over the top like he is in five and six, you don't know when you're going into a nightmare film who you're gonna get. And uh, while this incarnation of Freddy is not my favorite. Uh we didn't talk about another thing we didn't talk about. What about when Robert dresses up as Freddie and they go to that talk show and he's doing the you're all my children now? yeah. Like,
5: yeah. I did was love that part.
1: So <laughs> so awesome. And to me there's there's a lot more positive with this movie than there is negative. So uh if I was just in a mood to watch a film, I would not mind putting this one in just to throw in and watch and have a good time with.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I like that. Yes, very good. Totally agree.
5: Sounds good. <laughs> Get awkward, go. awkward silence.
4: Sorry, I paused for a minute because my brain's like processing a couple of different things. But yeah. yeah, I think we I think we covered all the the good and the bad and the ugly and the you know leather pants. Boring <laughs> <laughs> his four cocks or something. I don't know. Yeah,
6: and, and thanks himself. for making me watch uh, Doctor Giggles. Out of the blue now. <laughs> yes. Good to
4: see that. Well, I mean, if it was between the rest of my life I had to watch Ice Cream Man or the rest of my life I had to watch Dr. Giggles, well, what's that? another 200 more times on Dr. Giggles, you know? But
7: that weird ass uh, no, Star Trek I do have a question.
4: Worked. Isn't Corbin Burnson the one that's in The, the Dentist? The, the
7: Dentist, dentist yes. yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> I have my phone here and I didn't want to look it up because I was thinking, like, do I, I have this correct? I want to ask people because yeah, yeah, that yeah. one i liked better than dr giggles but you know yeah I, me
6: too I, so I yeah the, the it was scarier stuff, like, fucking up teeth yeah. and people people's tongues out it was nasty yeah, I, I yeah it. It, was,
4: it was gruesome much more dr giggles wasn't you know it took a a, a funnier way
2: right
4: um uh-huh. <laughs> so at this juncture, um let's go ahead and let everybody plug themselves and not in that way
5: yeah that's disgusting <laughs> It's I'm not just that... starting
4: that. I've been doing that the whole time. Everybody, whole everybody, do a circle jerk by yourself.
5: Not that Actually. kind of podcast, thanks.
4: <laughs> not that. we're not by
3: ourselves.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's...
4: Well, you know, go off and do it by yourself. <laughs> Tell me about it later. I <laughs> know. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, that's another new section. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with uh, canon sledgehammer horror. Like, uh, where can we find you?
1: Um, YouTube. Uh youtube.com slash sledgehammer horror twitter at sledgehammer horror h-o-r and then instagram and facebook at sledgehammer horror um youtube is the main thing we do my first horror movie where we bring on guests to talk about the first horror movie they watched still need to work with dave crystal and erica and mika i would love to work with you learn how horror started for all of you guys um so please guys hit me up dm I, I would love to work with every single one of you i think uh, I've, I've worked with sean and candy i've been blessed and i've worked dave and crystal and erica i've worked with you guys on this podcast before i'd love to have you guys as guests on mine um I would love to be on your show
5: it's a lot yeah, of
1: fun <laughs> it's really
4: really fun i got to talk forever about night living dead it was great
1: <laughs> yeah please hit me up it, whether it's on instagram or twitter hit me up I, I would adore to have any of you guys on there it's to me it's just like it's like a rush learning how horror started for people and the what set us on this journey of amazingness and um, how we are who we are today. Obviously, if we don't watch that first one, we are not the same people that we are today. So I want to know how that started for the rest of you. Um, and then we do a segment called Verses, where we talk about an original and a remake and what we like about each one, what we dislike about each one and which one we like more of the bunch. And we do live episodes, doing uh, top 10 countdowns, uh, franchise rankings, things of the such. So, uh, yeah, come hang out with us.
7: We'll have a good time.
4: Yeah, and his lovely wife, uh, Ashley, she is – you know, she works on the show just as hard as – they're a team like uh, Sean and I are. Yeah, Yeah, my
1: first horror movie is the only thing I do by myself. Ashley, when you watch any episode of Versus or Didn't See That Coming is another one we do where we talk about a movie with a twist ending. Ashley writes – every single part of those episodes i literally just stand there and read it with her uh she writes it she the jokes everything she does uh, she's the, like i know i'm a little biased here but i think she's the hardest working most amazing woman in the history of the universe so um, awesome the reason you can join should us think tonight, that of their he's... wives
4: i well, anybody <laughs> should think that of their wives right.
1: I, I would definitely slap a guy on stage and tell him to keep my wife's name out of his fucking mouth if I had to. But um,
2: <laughs> the thing with
1: her, she the reason she's not joining us tonight, she's a respiratory therapist. Like we were talking earlier about the panini bread. And uh, yeah. during the whole panini, she's been fighting um, Carl in as a respiratory therapist. So yeah. um, like she's just Heads like, up. she's yeah, she's beautiful, amazing, funny, smart, you know obligatory husband talk so um <laughs> if you guys check it out you will see how amazing she is as well so hopefully you guys. yeah i wouldn't just check shut her out
4: like because of uh, her work um we're trying to get her scheduled to get on here by herself it I sucks was, like, man she, I she was
1: so bummed about the ginger snaps one like she was so excited and well we ended up having oh, to cancel that, just...
4: that one because i got sick so it ended That's up an like awesome movie but we have yeah. so many Ghouls night out um, that Eric and I do, um, and we love having other female voices. So I'm working with her, just trying to, you know, when she has time in her schedule. It you just know, sucks we because we
1: don't know her schedule till the week of, like. Right. And, yeah. but, like, but
4: we're adaptable, and I'm I'm more yeah. than happy to make a show just to so that she can get on there. You mm-hmm. know. Oh God,
1: she's still so excited about it. Like she's, it's awesome that people because for the longest time, my first horror movie was the biggest thing that Sledgehammer Horror did, and that's just me. And for the longest time, it was like, "Oh, Sledgehammer Horror is Ken Sledge." It's like, no, it, it isn't. It's right. Ken and Ashley. And we're going like, and through that with
4: us this- right now because I've always been the face and the voice of our podcast, and now Sean's mm-hmm. getting some, the limelight, and he's been my backbone. He does all the tech. He, you know, sets everything up. He does all the editing, and I'm just like, "Good, you go out there and you do your thing." So I'm in the uh, I'm in your same position, Ken, where I'm just like, "Look at this man. He's fucking great." Yes. Keep my <laughs> husband's name out your mouth.
1: <laughs> like, like,
4: he, uh, Don is literally
1: for the people listening. You can't see this, but this right here, this homemade pinhead, is oh. literally. Because of Sean. Because we did his first horror movie, which was Hellraiser. And I had no Hellraiser things at the time. So I had to go and make a pinhead like, hello, Sean. It looks so, fucking <laughs> awesome, too. It's awesome. I, I keep this on my dresser and I look at it every night before I go to sleep and I'm like, somewhere, Sean, you're looking at this same skull. Oh. <laughs> okay,
4: tonight. So yeah, he, he, did it. he did a podcast in the woods with our friend Boomer in um, our network and and today, yeah. Boomer posted, he's like, the sexy Sean of the Dead. I'm like, do I have to slap you? Like, are we going to get over
1: this? <laughs> well, the best part about that yeah. was Sean's response.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's typical Sean, but um, here I am talking for him. Uh, Sean of Dead, where can we find you? I know where to find you. But you know Well,
5: what. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sean of the Dead.
3: <laughs> I, I love it. it. Just turn
5: it in case I like yes. that
3: voice, that's like liquid. Are you going to sing Disco Duck?
5: We'll do the five at five. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> Your, like scary
1: Casey Casey
5: <laughs> kind
4: of thing.
1: Okay. Your long uh, distance dedication. <laughs> where awesome.
2: can we find
4: you? Where can anybody find you?
1: Maybe.
4: Do you have anything that you want to shout out or where can people find you? or Are you telling me? Uh-huh.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. i missed you said Mika. I'm sorry. Oh, no, um, no, no, no. Oh, it's okay.
4: I talk really fast. It's
0: okay. No, it's all right. Uh, I'm on Instagram, P3 Charmed um, on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. And I have another Instagram because I have my own soap and candle business, which I'm not trying to plug here. But no, Go right ahead. Go right way. ahead. But, um, <laughs> so it's Salsa's Vibrations. I'm on Instagram at solstice underscore vibrations underscore eleven eleven. So it's soaps, body butters, uh, scrubs, all natural, um, made from the purest ingredients I can practically find also candy last year in October, before I met you, I did like a horror candle line for October. So I'm going to do that again this year. So I'll send you a couple of samples or whatever, but yeah, that would be great. Fun. Erica
4: and I, uh, we have mm-hmm. a, a makeup company. I'll let her plug that um oh, okay we do horror yeah. makeup yes so uh yeah erica yeah i'm, I'm to... wearing
6: some of it right now too
4: nice me too i've got the um, palette oh, on tonight freddy right here
6: nice nice so, yeah um yeah i also have the freddy color on um so yeah um for my personal stuff you can find me on instagram at, at my horrific life um, or my website, myhorrificlife.com. But yes, I do want to plug Final Girl Cosmetics, which as soon as the stupid hosting ish- issue is resolved, you can find us at Um We have like a brand new uh, collaboration with my uh, friend, Russian director, Andrei Iskanov. Uh, it's the Iskanov Dreamscape Collection. And this set is so gorgeous in person. Oh my God. Labeling it's it's just, just the pictures. Yeah, stuff. it's a 24 color um, eyeshadow set, a blush, and two lip glosses. And very yeah, nice. I'm very, very awesome. impressed with the result. So yeah, I'm excited to get I this can't up wait on to the web. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I will send it to you um this upcoming week once I get paid. So <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah.
4: Okay, uh Dave and Crystal.
7: Just right here. You can find us right here. <laughs> That was easy. <laughs> yeah. You can find me. <laughs> you can find me. Yeah, right here. I always
4: think that's so cute when you say that, Crystal. It's true. Because, because like wherever you <laughs> find me, you can't usually find him. We're like right even right now we're in different parts of the house we yeah, were on the couch together. We're on the couch. We were sure. We, we used to podcast together, but did that didn't work out so well. Yeah.
1: I just love how when Sean was like, you could find me and Candy was like three rooms away. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> yeah, Literally. Is, is <laughs> so in the same room. Oh, so you mean
7: if we were in a bigger one, I'd have to
3: sit somewhere else? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs>
2: I'm just kidding oh,
3: a
4: geez. Kitty. See, i'm kidding i'm on the garage i having any of the babies um i saved the last for once which is really odd um <laughs> i usually go first because i'm mimi from psycho Man. <laughs> i'm like no me first <laughs> um uh for me um because i handle all the socials and uh run my mouth and type a lot of things um I have a link tree, a professional link tree at no doubt. Um, nice. It's uh, linktree slash KNA Funnel Girl. You will find all of the links for anything related to House that Screams. We have t shirts, we have mugs, we have tote bags, we have all kinds of cool shit you can buy. Um, that's in the link tree. Uh, our Twitter, which if you want to just go straight there, just know that you're talking to me, and you'll realize that when you see the Hello Kitty shit start popping up. Um, that it's me doing it. Um, like I said, we uh, last episode we just hit uh, over four, four point one k followers. Um, love all you guys. Thank you so so much for all of your support.
1: Amazing. Congratulations, 2K guys. Two k
4: followers on Instagram, which is at Candy the Final Girl. But yeah, everything's under Linktree, Candy the Final Girl. Pretty easy. <laughs> and just so
5: you make. know, just because she's running the the Twitter account doesn't mean you can send her dick pics because I will look at them.
4: I do. No, no, seriously. I usually and, just and get right stalkers. Uh, maybe. I really
5: do. She shows me every single one.
4: I'm like, if Wait. I have to fucking look at it, so do you, buddy.
5: Yeah.
1: So all this time I've been sending them to her and not you?
5: Yes. I feel the violated now. What the hell is there? I know. <laughs> and every time she shows me, I'm like, did he get in a car accident? What's wrong with this thing? <laughs>
7: well, I
1: purposely drew the face on it to make you laugh. What the hell, man? It's not small. the Burger King crown on. Hail to the king, baby. that
7: a dog leg laugh. I
4: just got like a visual image, and I just can't now. Yeah. Usually I just right. get stalkers, but occasionally I get the dick pics. And we talked about this last episode. <laughs> yeah. okay. Be, and because I'm queer, and it says that in my bio, like I get stalkers, male, female, uh, non-binary. Don't stalk me. Um, dick pics are, or or genitalia pics. They're, like, not as bothersome to me because I just laugh, but they're still fucking harassment.
5: Yeah, we're laughing at your ugly, stupid penis, just totally so you we know.
1: Are. <laughs> <Yeah>. We're <laughs> laughing at your penis. genitalia.
4: I mean, like, no one wants it's, to it's see a felony. That.
1: It's yeah. literally it a felony. Yeah. You know? But see, like, they don't
4: do anything about it. And when I report to Facebook, when I report to Instagram, or, or like, all the fake porn accounts of me on Instagram— the, Instagram doesn't give a fuck. They really right. are not on yeah. our side. And People. and Facebook owns Instagram. I, I have been harassed and harassed and harassed. And it's just like, well, she's not ugly. And she likes horror and video games. So I can stalk her. And I'm like, Holster. no. No.
3: Yes, yeah, no like, yeah, like I told you last week. There are two. I sent a message. I'm like, you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> well, you know, for me,
4: it, it, i don't get as many genitalia pics your morals I, I get mostly sucked stalkers and, and it's just because they think i'm like the coolest thing ever and and people are like well don't post pictures of your face i'm like i work hard on this fucker are you kidding me i <laughs> yeah. am 42 years old barely any lines on my face i spend hundreds of dollars on this shit you best bet my fucking face is gonna go on there
5: damn <laughs> right you tell them yeah end. Sister.
4: <laughs> yes, but I mean, that's just how I feel about it. So and it's women that tell me that. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. OK, uh, yeah, Ken.
1: No, I just what, what you just said really bothers me because that's just like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't have wore that. and He wouldn't have assaulted you. Right. You know, right. Like,
3: it's not OK. I just okay. that whole thing. It's like, you? fuck you.
1: Yeah. Like, I just had a big rant about this. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves, because a lot of the women in this community are very, very good friends of mine. And one of my biggest pet peeves is I'll watch a buddy of mine's video. And she went all out, did the most amazing editing, the most amazing research. And you watch her video and people are like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I'm like, that's what you took out of everything you just watched. And I commented on that. I did. And the first thing that comes to your fucking mind is what her mother and father gave her with her jeans. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm sorry. This is something that really fires me up because – I watch the hard work that my wife does. Candy, you and I are very close. Yes. I know how hard and serious you work on what you do. I do. Um, I have a whole community of women friends in this that I, it really breaks my heart that they put everything they have into this video that takes them days to record, edit, research. And then mm-hmm. for the very first thing to people to say is, oh my God, baby, you're so cute fuck are you serious every day
4: every day and it's like i spend the first three hours of my day drinking my coffee and going over the schedule making sure like contacting people reaching out networking working within the network i just got um it'll be announced next week i got new people for the network you know i work my ass off and it's like and i'm not like gorgeous but it's like, oh, she, a not unattractive female oh, who, yes, like, she's, and they always, I always get the whole, you're the perfect woman thing. And I'm like, you don't live with me. Ask my husband. He's like, Jesus Christ. And he has to take breaks from me. Because like <laughs> anybody does, even my friends do, because I'm a lot to deal with. Well, and I'm like, you're fucking stalking something that doesn't exist.
1: Fuck but that, off. that's the big thing. Like, I don't give a shit how you look. Candy, I think you're beautiful. I think you're amazing. Like I said, you're one of my Thank best you. friends. And, I love all you ladies that are on here. And it's not because of your looks; It's because of your dedication. You know, hey, we're going to do an episode on this. You guys literally take the time out of your day, watch the movie, do research on the background of the movie, get your quotes ready, get your, you know, because even when we're doing this, you're writing in your head as we're going, the comedy lines we're going to use, everything that's going to come back around in the end. Like, and then for that to come back just to say, oh, you're pretty, dude. What the... What is wrong with you? Like, it's so annoying. Like, I just... It it makes it to the point
4: where when I take pictures, you know, I have a large chest. I talk about it on the show all the time. And I mean, it's like, it's, it's, you know, Crystal understands. (laughs) Crystal. Like, you know, (laughs) but I when I, when it gets to be summer and I wear low cut tops, I crop it out of pictures because otherwise everybody just sits and talks about my boobs. And I'm like, right. listen, you don't have the right to talk about my boobs. You do not get my permission. And, and the fact that, what if I did want to be sexy? That still wouldn't give you the right. If I did want to show off my cleavage, that doesn't give makeup. you the right
1: bingo bingo because you have that confidence and you have that self love does not mean that you get to talk about my chest I, I work get it hard at the,
4: what I do all of it
1: the worst part about having a penis is just how big the damn thing is it's always in the way so I definitely <laughs> I know. understand where you're coming from <laughs> I but
4: don't have that
1: problem it really is something that fires me up you know like because I, I watch how hard you guys work and it really bums me out just know that not every douchebag in the community is like that and that's uh, the thing is, I do know do, that. Yeah, a lot of us really do respect and love the hard work that you ladies do. Even, you know, if we never see your face, the amazing work that you guys do. Thank you, ladies, for having to put up with all the bullshit. That the you, it sucks. We still have these gatekeepers here in this community. Like yeah. it really fucking mm-hmm. sucks.
4: They're starting and to get I, all smashed down, and.
1: Well, it, it's. I never have people come at me like, "Oh, do you like this? Are you a real horror fan? Do you know what this is? Are you a real horror fan?" Because I'm a guy. Like, <laughs> right? We get tested, tested constantly.
4: Constantly yeah. tested. Like, stupid. who's your favorite it's villain? Stupid. Oh, well, of course it's Freddy because you know Freddy is really popular. And I'm like, so have you seen Chopper Chicks from Zombie Town? <laughs> right, right, right. And they're like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Do you know about trauma?" They're like, "What the fuck is trauma?" I'm like, "Don't fucking talk to me."
1: <laughs> Listen, yeah. Grandpa Lloyd would be ashamed if he heard what you just said, yeah. but <laughs> it's just one of those things where please stop sexualizing in this community. If, it, you know, if you want to tell a girl she's pretty, man, don't, don't do it. Do, you don't, unless, you don't hey, how do I that. look today? You look nice. Hey, yeah, if they ask, That's a different
4: conversation. Totally different.
1: When you watch someone, or in this case, if you're listening to someone's work, please, oh my God, your voice sounds beautiful. Hey, how I about that. your knowledge is inspiring, and I love the fact that you guys put this hard work into your podcast to entertain me. Let's yeah. go with that instead, please. Yeah,
4: or not, well, did your dad show you horror movies? I'm like, what dad? My mother did. Right. But I didn't have a dad. God
1: damn it. So, I so just, anyway, my, I, I'm glad we have this mom... conversation because
4: we're right here at the very precipice of the end of Women's History Month, and I have been mm-hmm. making posts about um, important women in horror and I you know I, I I'm constantly shouting out my sisters in horror and mm-hmm. I consider your wife one of those like I know how hard she works and I really respect her and we've got Crystal we've got Erica we've got Mika now and I, I'm just you know I love the shit out of you guys and we yeah. work hard and, and we love it just as much as anybody else and gender shouldn't be an issue with this no at all. Yeah.
1: and every time you ladies get tested or talked about your looks just remember there's guys out here that really, really do, Crystal, Candy, Erica, Mika, that really, really appreciate the hard work that you do in your craft, not because of your looks or your chest or what that mouth do, because we really oh, appreciate God. what you ladies do with this your mouth. This
3: mouth talks back. Yeah, this mouth is <laughs> sassy
2: <laughs> and
0: bossy. <laughs> <laughs> and mouth talks back. Yeah, yeah. I've back. never had a girl Ray DM Eve me. Everybody.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I've never had a girl DM me like, yo, boy, what that mouth do?
3: I'd be like, uh, I know what I'm sending David tomorrow. <laughs> no, don't
2: say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah,
3: but um, so
4: we've got some really fucking great horror business coming up. We've got some really we I we're about to hit like warp speed as usual. We took a little break because we went to New Jersey, but we're about to hit back in warp speed and have. Some other new faces, or new voices. I I say faces because we do this on video. Listeners, you should know that by now, but okay. Um, That's why we interact the way that we do. Um, But Mika will be returning. And, um, you know, Ken works with us closely, so Ken will be back. And I just appreciate all the time that you guys gave us tonight. Um, I know everybody has a life outside of this, including myself, believe it or not. I do actually have a little bit of a life, um, but yeah. So um, all of you guys, thank you so much for being here, and I really enjoyed this. I love you. Thank you for Happy having me. Yes, thank you guys for yeah. having you love back, you. and of course, you can always welcome.
5: Definitely. Thank
2: you. Good,
4: night. good night, folks.
5: All right, guys, take care. Good I-
2: night.